Welcome to the Under 30 Wealth Podcast. You are here today because you want to learn about the basics of personal finance, investing, and online business. So I'm excited to have you here today, and I've got another amazing episode coming your way full of lessons that you can take and apply to your financial life. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hey, welcome to another lesson brought to you by Under 30 Wealth. Today, we're going to talk about investing 101 for teenagers and high school students. So if you've been wondering how to invest or, you know, you have no clue what the stock market is or real estate investing, how that works. Today, we're going to cover the different types of investments and how you can grow your money and build wealth in order to achieve a lifestyle that you desire financially. To get started, let's talk about what investing is exactly. Investing is when you stick money into an asset and you get a return on your money. So not only do you get your money back at some point, but you get additional money on top of the money that you put away into the investment. For example, let's say you invested $10 into an investment and it paid a 10% return. So your $10 would make a 10% return. So 10% of $10 is $1. So you would get $1 of investment return plus your $10 back. So you'd get $11 when you go to sell your investment. So you started with 10, you invested it at 10% and you got back $11. So on a bigger scale, if you put away, you know, $1,000 and you made 10%, 10% of 1,000 would be 100. So you would get back your $1,000 when you sell your investment, plus you'd get back an additional $100. So your net worth or your wealth would have increased by $100 by investing your money into an asset. So an asset... What is that? Well, it's a financial term you'll learn at some point when you take a finance class. Assets are things that produce income. They produce extra money. So uh, some typical examples of assets would be, you know, the stock market, real estate. If you buy property or land, Uh, cash is an asset. Bank accounts are considered assets. So those are different assets. And then you've got liabilities, which are you know, monthly expenses that you're on the hook for paying. And if you don't, you can get in legal trouble. You can damage your credit score. You can go bankrupt if you don't pay your liabilities. Some liability examples would be like if you have a mortgage payment on your house or you have credit card payments or utility bills each month. Those are, you know, different liabilities that you're liable for paying. Otherwise, you can get in trouble. Let's talk again about investing. So let's start with the different types of investments. So first of all, the stock market. That's one of the main investments people put their money into to grow it and build their wealth. So the stock market, it's simply a place where people can trade shares of stock in an open market. So what a stock is, first of all, it's there's different companies out there in the world. So you know the Apples, the Microsoft, Google. So you got these different companies uh, and they need to raise capital to fund their projects at their company. So in order to raise capital, they're going to share, uh, they're going to sell shares of ownership in their company to the public, to people such as you and me. So we're going to pay them money to buy ownership in their company. And they're going to get that capital from us to go do whatever they need to do. We now own a share of stock or a share of ownership in their company. And as that, which also means since we're part owners in their company, 
that we're entitled to, you know, a share of earnings. So companies will pay dividends, which is the way of distributing cash and earnings that the company makes back to its investors or shareholders. So if you were to buy shares of Apple stock, then you would be a part owner of Apple. And when Apple goes to pay out its dividend, uh, which is a portion of the earnings that Apple earns as a company, you would get some dividends income into your investment account as a way of you know rewarding you for being an owner in the company for paying you. And then also, because stocks are trading on the stock market, uh, the share price is going up and down every day. So you may buy ownership of Apple today for, you know, $10. And then tomorrow, somebody else might buy, might buy Apple for $11. So if you were to go ahead and sell your shares tomorrow for $11, you know, you would make a dollar on your investment because you paid $10 and you sold it for 11 So you made a $1 return on investment, which then you could find the investment return by taking that $1 and dividing it by your initial investment. So you made a return of $1, you invested 10. So one divided by 10, you made a 10% return on your money. So to make a 100% return, that would mean that you need to double your investment, you need to make a return that's equal to what you invested. So if you bought the stock for $10 and sold it for 20, you doubled your investment. You put in $10, that's all you put out of pocket, 10 bucks, and you get $20 back. So you doubled your investment. So the goal with investing is trying to get, you know, an, a pretty good steady return from year to year. So typically people that invest in stocks over the long term, say 30 or 40 years, uh, after ingesting for inflation, you can expect maybe a 6 to 8% annual return on your money. So in other words, if you put away, you know, $100 today, then you can expect expect to make six to eight percent per year on that hundred dollars. So you would make six to eight dollars per year uh, as as an investment. And over the long term, that money is going to compound. So how compounding works is if you have a hundred dollars today, you invest it in an asset that's going to produce, let's say, a ten percent return. So this year, so in one year from now, your $100 will grow 10% to $110. Now, let's say you invest again in year two, you keep your money in the same investment and it's going to grow another 10%. So now instead of your $100 growing 10%, you have $110 because you, your investment already grew in year one. So in year two, your $110 is going to grow 10%, which means it's going to grow $11. So $110 plus your $11 gain or growth is going to give you a total account of $121. So over those two years now, you've made $21 in interest on your $100 investment. So 21 divided by 100 gives you a 21% return on your investment over a two-year period. And you can divide that by two, since it was two years, to get an average return of 10.5% each year. That's how compounding would work. Instead of getting $10 every year, you got $10 one year, and then the next year you earned $11 in interest because you earned 10% on your $100 and you earned 10% on your interest, which was $10. So interest on interest on interest, and it keeps compounding, and eventually you're going to build wealth pretty quickly once the wealth snowball gets going. So that covers you know, the stock market and how your investment can compound. Uh, I can get into some other assets real quickly. So real estate, that's when you buy land, 
and typically you're going to buy land that has a property on it already so if you buy you know a house next door to you you're going to own that house and the land and you could rent your house out that house next next door that you just purchased you could rent it out to a tenant who pays you you know six seven hundred dollars a month to live in that house and then you're going to have expenses such as property taxes and insurance but ideally if you have a tenant in your property next door for 12 months out of the year paying let's say they pay $500 a month for 12 months you're going to get $6,000 in rental income from that property and then you can subtract out maybe a couple thousand dollars for taxes and insurance and you're going to be left with you know three or four thousand dollars after all your expenses so that's real estate investing is buying property and then renting it out to tenants and over time your property's value could go up which will like the stock market how a stock price could go up and that's going to net you some additional income when you go to sell your investment. Um, if you put your money into you know, a bank account, they're going to pay a little bit of interest in order to give you some incentive for keeping your money in their account. So right now, bank rates are really low. You might only earn you know, a tenth of a percent of interest. So it's going to be really small, like 0.1, like decimals. We're talking 0.1%. So it's, it's far smaller than if you were to invest in stocks or real estate where you could earn a 6 to 10% return on your money. With uh, bank accounts, you're going to earn under 1%. So it's not usually great for investing. It's more for keeping a small amount of money safe because there's no risk when you put your money in a bank account, whereas in stocks and real estate, you have some risk of losing your capital. So bank accounts are low risk, and you're able to pull that money out in the short term for day-to-day -day expenses. But when you're talking long-term, you want to invest in higher uh, interest paying assets such as stocks or real estate. Uh, some additional assets, you could put it in a CD, which is another asset a bank offers. It's more of like a long-term savings account. So instead of having it in a bank account where you can touch your money any day you want, you can withdraw it any day. With a CD, you have to usually lock your money up for an extended period of time. So if you were to do like a three-year CD with a bank, you would invest your money in the CD for three years, and then once your three years is up, you could withdraw your money, and it would have earned interest over those three years of a couple percent probably. Today's CD rates, again, are really low. They're around 1% or less, so that's just another low-risk investment that has low return. So if you want higher risk, higher return investments, you got to look at you know investing in actual companies or loaning out your money to people or buying stocks or real estate, things in that matter as far as investing. So hopefully this clears up a little bit for you today when you're in high school and you're thinking about you know, investing, start saving your money today, and you can start investing it today in bank accounts and CDs. Once you turn 18, you're gonna be allowed to start opening up investment accounts online where you can start investing in stocks. Uh, if you're under 18, you can have your parents talk to their financial advisor and open up an investment account for you with your investment advisor and they can start putting your money that you're saving into different stocks uh, in the stock market so that your money can begin growing each year from your stock investments. So be sure to start investing and saving young. Like I said, you've got the power of compounding, so time is in on your side. So if you were to put away money today in high school, then you're going to earn interest on that money, and then you're going to earn interest on your money plus interest, and it's going to keep compounding as you earn interest on your interest. And within the next 20 to 30 years, 
you know, that account's going to have grown substantially because of all the interest you're generating by leaving your money in that investment account. So the earlier you start, the earlier you're going to be able to retire if you stick to a consistent savings and investment plan. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check out our other personal finance lessons for teenagers and high schoolers and stop by our website under30wealth.com for lots of different blog posts on finance. If you are looking to grow your education and financial literacy to learn how to make smart choices with your money.